I talk about my birthday off-season wish list on this beautiful Friday episode of Locked On Cubs. Come on and join us. Let's go. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Sam Olbert. It's been a while solo. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. We are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Welcome in. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Fun episode today. This week flew by. Uh, I don't know if you guys feel that way, but I sure do. Um, I have a lot to discuss on today's episode, and by a lot, I mean not that much, really, when I think about it. I'm going to just talk about two things. Um, Thursday, as you guys know, and and thank you so much to everybody in the comments that wish me a happy birthday. It was very cool to wake up and see that um, was my birthday, and so I thought, why not? Um, on Friday, talk about some birthday off-season wishes that I have for this team. Matt and I have talked at nauseum about Soto and Alonzo, and him and Ty talked about Yamamoto. And you know, they're, they're, we're going to be we're going to be spewing out names all off-season long. But I felt since this is a solo show that I'm doing with nobody else. I want to tell you guys what I want and what I think is best for this team. So I have a few birthday wishes, a, a belated birthday, the big 3-0. Well, what does Sam want to see between now that the World Series is over? And congratulations, by the way, to the Texas Rangers for taking care of business against the Snakes. Easy work, four out of five. Corey Seager, two-time World Series MVP. What a player. Um. Here's my off-season wish list, if you will. Wish number one, easy, simple. Margins, margins, margins. Now, I understand, Jed Hoyer, if you're watching. Hey, Sam, thanks. Thanks for telling us we need to get better on the margins. How do you want to do that? I know, Jed. I don't really have the greatest answer for that. That's why you make a lot of money, and and I'm here behind a microphone at 3.27 p.m. on a Thursday. So. I'll say this. First thing, you guys know what I want to see with the margins. Can't happen. And that's a new skipper. That's not going to happen. It's going to be David Ross. So my first wish list, my first bullet point of my first wish is David Ross doing better at his job. Optimizing lineups more. More consistent lineups. Have the right guys hitting in the right spot. Ian Happ, not a three hitter. Nico Horner, not a leadoff hitter. I understand that most teams have platoons right and left. I get that. But try and stick to the same lineup as much as you can. Get guys in a rhythm, okay? Hit guys in the right spot. Cody Bellinger shouldn't be hitting cleanup if Ian Happ's hitting third. That doesn't make sense to me. Get your best guys. Do a better job 
of giving your team the best chance to win every single day. Okay. And, and then that transitions to David Ross and Jed Hoyer bullpen, get your bullpen right out of spring training. I've said it dozens of times. Try not to have a situation where by June 15th, our seven, eight, and nine guy is completely different than April's seven, eighth, and nine guys. And it's not even due to injuries. It's just due to performance, right? Get that right out of spring. Identify the right talent. Catch lightning in a bottle earlier because I don't think the Cubs are going to be in the market to add a very expensive bullpen arm in the offseason. I think it's something where you just have to be in a good position in the off se- uh in the in the beginning of the season and then as I tweeted out the other day, once you're a contending team and it hits July, you start adding bullpen. Add bullpen. Add bullpen. Add bullpen. You cannot add enough bullpen during the season. And I am a huge fan of Jed Hoyer. I've said it on this show multiple times. I think he's done a really good job rebuilding this organization. But one thing that was unforgivable, and please don't spare me the luxury tax excuse, was to not add a reliever, add bullpen help outside of Jose Quas at the deadline. If they added maybe one, two more arms, they would have made the playoffs, and the team that was in the World Series wouldn't have made the playoffs. So, That's one thing that I think absolutely has to be fixed. Um, The other thing is is just overall clutchness, base running, uh, stealing bases, not getting thrown out on the bases. I think one thing that I think was very, very apparent, especially it started in that Colorado series over at Coors Field, was just the Cubs stopped playing fundamental baseball, right? Suzuki's drop ball. Swanson was sloppy down the stretch. You can't just be good defensively and good fundamentally for one for 142. You got to be there for 162. So just overall, my number one wish list, more than any specific player, is for this team to tighten up on the margins, win more one-run games, win close ball games, and, and, and have a record that actually matches their run differential. So that's number one. Number Two on the wish list. Have you ever, ever seen Austin Powers? It's number two. Number two. Okay, not funny. Nobody's laughing. I have nobody, nobody to laugh at me uh, during the show like Matt does. So I have no idea if anybody's laughing. That's the part that's hard about doing a solo show. Shout out to Ryan Rosillo. He does the best solo sports podcast, I think, in the country. Uh, I listen to it all the time. Uh, number two. I want a bat in addition to bringing back Bellinger. If you can't bring back Cody Bellinger, I need two bats. And when I say bats, I'm talking real-life production. We've talked about it. Alonzo, Soto, whoever else there is, free agency, trade. This team, if you bring Cody Bellinger back, is still missing a major bat. Which bat do I want it to be? Yes, it's the big one. It's Juan Soto. It's the guy that didn't even have a good year by his standards last year and still was better than anybody on the Cubs by a significant margin. The reason why you want to add a bat like that, besides the obvious, is it just makes everybody's life easier. And it's funny because baseball's never thought about that as a sport. It's basketball, right? It's like, hey, we're going to go add so-and-so. You know, we have Steph Curry on our team. So we have Steph Curry on our team. It, it, it's going to be easier for the rest of the guys, right? Because he just brings so much attention. He's going to draw layups. He's going to set guys up. It's not that apparent in baseball, but it still helps. When Seiya Suzuki and Cody Bellinger and Ian Happ and Dansby Swanson aren't the focus, 
and Juan Soto is, you know, they're going to get more pitches to hit. They're going to get more fastballs. They're going to get more opportunities to deliver because the teams are going to go into those series and say, make sure Soto doesn't beat us. You know what I mean? Make sure that doesn't happen. I mean, Moises Alou had some unbelievable years with the Cubs hitting behind Sammy Sosa, even when Sammy Sosa was past his prime because it's still terrifying, right? You know, that's still a part of the game. It's a very old school part of the game that I think a lot of analytics people don't really appreciate, but it's a very real part of the game. If you surround people with talent, it makes everybody else better. And I think for somebody like Suzuki, it makes his life easier because he's not the center of attention. He could hit two. He could hit four. He could hit six. It doesn't matter. He just needs to do his job because everybody's attention is going to be on Juan Soto. So I think adding a guy like that, in addition to bringing on Cody Bellinger, and then you have, you know, depending on who you give up, Bellinger, Soto, Suzuki, Hap, Swanson, Horner, all in the same lineup. And that's when you start to look at, okay, let's look at the last World Series champions, right? Uh, Seager. Simeon, Garcia, um, they got that guy, Evan Carter, Garver. It's not like this huge difference, right? Is it the Braves? No, it's not the Braves. But is it good enough to where if they get hot at the right time, they could run through October offensively? Absolutely. So I think that would be number two on my wish list. And, you know, it wouldn't be a Sam Olber solo show. And it wouldn't be me being myself if I didn't raise just a little bit of controversy, um, you know, just a little bit. And so I'm going to say it right now. My third wish list is that Marcus Stroman opts in to his deal with the Chicago Cubs and they trade him for an asset. And you're probably saying, Sam, why would you just not want him to opt out? Well, because then you can't get anything back for him. Maybe he opts in and then somebody says, you know what? We like Stroh at that rate. Maybe we'll give you something for him and you get an asset and move on. Look, I know that's going to raise a lot of eyebrows and jump a lot of people in the comments, and here's what I'll say about it. I don't like the way Marcus Stroman handled this season. thought it was unprofessional at times. Um, I think talking about your extension publicly and on social media was unnecessary. And it's one thing I'll never, ever, 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 ever be angry at somebody for talking their talk. But when you talk that talk and then you can't walk it, that's when I start to have an issue. So, you know, if you're going to talk and say that you want to be extended and that you should be extended, wanting it, say you're wanting to be extended, nothing wrong with that. Saying you should be extended, nothing wrong with that. But then you better do your job. And he was awful down the stretch. Awful. And then, and, and to be fair to him, to be fair to him, he was hurt times and to be fair to him that the, I don't know if this is true or not but I have heard rumblings and I'm sure I've heard I don't have any inside sources on this at all these are just rumblings that I've heard around social media from people um, that have tweeted so I'm sure you guys have heard the same rumblings this is not any of my sources but there are some rumblings that you know the Cubs wanted him to pitch out of the bullpen and he didn't like it it was off his routine he didn't want to do it and so he had rather uh, um, start and and we know how that went so and a lot of it also is just a it's a it's a baseball fit. I think I want the Cubs to bring back Kyle Hendricks. I think he deserves to be back in a Cub uniform. And I've talked about it. Even if you if you bring Rex Stroman, now you're locked in to four starters: Steele, Tyone, Hendricks, and Stroman. Unless that fifth starter is like a Yamamoto or a Nola or a Snell, which I just don't think the Cubs are going to do. And I'll get to that in a second. 
I don't think that's a good enough staff. And so, you know, Marcus Stroman is a good pitcher. I'm not saying he's not. He very well could be could have an excellent season next year. But I just think I, I don't like those vibes, and I think it's time to move on. And that that that's it. My fourth my fourth and final wish list to recap. We've talked about the margins and everything that encompasses that and how the Cubs can get better there. One more big bat, no Stroman. And number four is I want to add a starter, whether it's from within or on the uh, in the free agency market or the trade market that comes in here and strikes dudes out. We, as a, as a staff, and, and I love Justin Steele. I love Hendricks. I do think Marcus Stroman is a good pitcher. Tyone may bounce back. There's not enough nasty. As a bullpen, that also needs to improve. But overall, they did get some strikeouts um, from their pen. I want more nasty, more nasty. You know, Kodai Senga, you know, would, would have been a perfect fit. Obviously, he didn't want to come here. And you're going to have to spend. Strikeouts are a premium. Um, and, and, you know, Glass now is a guy we've talked about on this show. I don't trust his durability, but his type of swing and miss. Just bringing in somebody every fifth day where his ERA might not be as good as Justin Steele's. But the difference between the two will be, hey, if this guy's on, doesn't matter who we're playing, they got no chance. He's striking out 10, 11, 12 when he's on his game. We need somebody like that. We need a bat misser on this team, I think, to take this starting rotation to the next level. So those are my four wish lists. Look, are all four going to happen? Of course not. We won't know about the margins thing until May. By mid-May, we'll know if they corrected the margins. It'll be pretty easy to tell. Um, as far as the bat goes, that'll be the big telltale, and we'll see with Stroman, and we'll see with the pitchers. But that's my wish list. I think all four of it's probably not realistic, but three of the four, especially if you don't count the margins, so the three things that you could actually – that are tangible, right? So adding a bat, uh, getting rid of Stroman, and and adding a, a, a pitcher that misses bats, I think those three, I'd like to see two of those three happen and um, you know, go from there. So those are my four wish lists. So now when you guys listen to the rest of the season, you'll know what I'm looking for. You'll know my tone uh, because I couldn't make it any clearer than that. Coming up next, we're going to talk and laugh about uh, some Cubs Silver Slugger Award finalists. But first, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Get ready for the NFL season. It's it's on and going right now with incredible offers on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, which I have, from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. The bear. I can't. Matt does this so well. I'm not even going to try and imitate him. But <sighs> Ryan Pohl spoke to the media on Wednesday and endorsed Matt Eberflus. Bears traded for Montez Sweat. See if they could extend him. I like a lot of the things Ryan Poles is doing, but to sit here and endorse that coach to to these fans really made me frustrated. So 
there's not much to talk about betting wise for the Bears. They play the Saints, I believe, for the second straight week, according to FanDuel Sportsbook. The Bears are going to open their an eight and a half point underdog. So things are going great. So visit fanduel.com slash on locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the Locked On Podcast and the NFL. Welcome back here on Locked on Cubs. It is Friday. I hope you guys are enjoying the the day. I hope you have a great weekend. Um, I'm excited uh, to spend time with my friends this weekend. It is not snowing today, which is a win. I have a softball game uh, later tonight, which is a win. Um, hope everyone enjoys themselves. Get out. Not great football games. There's a couple good ones. Go out. This is a this is a family friends type of weekend. Hang out with your friends. You know, do some do some family time. Get away. Get away from the TV. Get away from the sports for a bit. That's gonna be that's gonna be my weekend. Um, really quick before we get out of here on this uh, episode. The Cubs have four Silver Slugger Award finalists. If you're not familiar with the Silver Slug with the Silver Slugger, what that is is you are you have the best offensive year at your position. So the Cubs um, have, uh, uh, I believe it was Cody Bellinger. Uh, was it four or three? I think it might have been three. Hold on, let me let me fact check that. But it was Cody Bellinger, um, Seiya Suzuki, um, and then Dansby Swanson. So. That is, uh, yeah, so they have three. I don't know why I said four. I thought for a second maybe Horner was there. Um, that is fascinating to me. Um, Cody Bellinger, well-deserved. Um, you know, I I think he might actually have a chance to win it. It depends kind of where the where the positions are. Um, and it, it, it's kind of four because I think Bellinger qualifies in center, and then he also qualifies for, like, the utility position. So I'm going to – I'll read it off to you. I just pulled it up. So so for Bellinger in the outfield, it's Bellinger, Suzuki, Acuna, um, Corbin Carroll, Schwarber, Soto. Um, so, you know, they're not going to win any of those. Um, for utility, it is Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Hassan Kim, and Spencer Steer. So that will probably go to Betts. And then shortstop will go Bogarts, Lindor, Swanson, and Turner, which is so funny because outside of um, Correa, you know, who's in the other league, uh, these were all the big signings, right? Bogart, Swanson, and Turner, and those were the guys that made it. I'm not super familiar with everybody's numbers. I know Trey Turner turned it on at the end. I think Lindor's probably going to win it because of the RBIs, the steals, and the home runs. I, I I can't imagine why Dansby Swanson's on here. I get it. It's a weak position. I, I understand, but come on, guys. Finished the year in the 240s, you know, 20-something home runs. I, I just let's let's just real quick look up. I mean, I, I can't imagine. That just that just doesn't feel right. It almost feels like the Ian Happ situation. Uh uh, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Lindor hit 254. He had 31 home runs, 98 driven in, 806 OPS, 31 steals. So, you know, I mean, th- there's no contest there. But I, I just find it funny that he was even nominated. But you know, good for him, I guess. I, I, I think people because of the Dansby Swanson thing. In, in all seriousness, with Swanson, I really like him. I think he's a really cool, down to earth guy, and I'm glad the Cubs have him. I just thought that he struggled down the stretch. And then the reason it be, it kind of became a bit is because people were so 
mortified. Like it was just sacrilegious that I criticized Dansby Swanson. And then that's where I just was like, guys, I'm not talking about Ernie Banks here. Okay. I'm not talking about Stan Musial. Like I'm talking about Dansby Swanson. He's a very nice player, but he is not, he is not prone to, to, you know, he can be criticized. So then that's why it became kind of a bit. It's the same thing with Strowman. I have nothing against Strowman. It's just that people are so funny and passionate when you criticize him that it like, it just makes me almost want to do it more. Cause it's like, uh, you can criticize these guys. Like that's, that's what I'm here to do. That's what I am asked to do. Um, but yeah, he should not be a, a silver slugger finalist. Ian Happ should not, but I thought Seiya Suzuki, I wonder if Seiya Suzuki is sitting at home and going, wow, I had a terrible four months of this season and I was a silver slugger finalist. How talented am I? Imagine if I put this together for 140 straight games. I mean, you can't be great all the time in baseball, but it just shows you when he figured it out, boy, did he figure it out. Um, so really excited, man. Like I, I saw some preliminary list. This is probably a map thing that we'll do. It had the Cubs ninth and the way too early power rankings heading into 2024. And that's before the off season. I expect that to go up because I think the Cubs will be active and it should be a really fun off season guys. I mean, look, you guys all know me well enough now to know that I'm still like, I don't think it's going to be until maybe December or the winter meetings where the sour taste from how that season ended is out of my mouth. I can't, I can't sit here and look in the camera and be like, man, I care about this team so much for 162 and then just be like, all right, months gone by season's over. I'm good. I'm not good. I'm still not good, but that's because I care. But I think right around December when the winter meetings hit snow is on the ground, it's about 50 below. I'll start thinking about 2024 and get really excited because there is a lot to be excited about. Hope everybody uh, enjoyed this, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. Shout out to the everydayers who are with us all five episodes throughout the week, and you can become an everydayer by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Lockdown Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. We're also on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast and streaming on SiriusXM. I'm Sam Olber, and this was a Friday edition of Locked on Cubs.